Hey guys, and welcome to The Creative Influencer Show, a weekly podcast talking about goals, building a business, Muskoka vibes, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building and designing Muskoka properties for almost two decades, and it is crazy how quickly time flies by. My name is Amanda McLennan, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design, located in beautiful Port Carling, Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team, mom to my three amazing kids who fill my heart with so much joy. I have a huge love for surfing with a big goal this summer to nail a 360 on my surfboard, my CrossFit tribe, great coffee, and of course, Nutella. So what is the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I am so excited to share because... Well, I love talking and most of the time won't stop chatting. So here is a quick who, where, and why I ended up playing in your ears. So what feels like a little while back, and if I'm being honest, it was about two decades ago, I made a huge move from the city to Muskoka to start a career in interior design. I took a beat up old car and a huge heart filled with creativity and I made my way north on Highway 400. I was young, free of responsibilities, and I landed a huge internship at a design firm with an incredible opportunity to work on some of the most magazine-worthy projects here along the shorelines of Muskoka. At the time, I was just a junior, and I was just so happy to fully submerge myself into my passion. And hey guys, I would have literally done anything to spend a moment with a talented architect, a lead designer, a big client, anything. I just wanted to absorb everything like a big, old vision board. Okay, guys, so let's jump in. Let's get started. I know that you guys are going to freaking love this episode. Okay, let's dive into episode number 31. And today we are talking about the last season of the year because I know it's coming and I hate to be the bearer of the weather channel, but summer is slowly closing out, guys. And I know, I know, I don't want to admit it either. Believe me, I am the crazy girl that is probably still going to be out on the lake mid-fall here in Muskoka. First one in and last one out title for sure wins every single season. And I am not actually joking. I just recently purchased a new wetsuit, so I will be there for sure. I mean, you got to get it in. I mean, Canada is such a seasonal country. Like it's it's crazy. You got to get it in the time that you can before you know it, these lakes are going to be frozen over. But honestly, what's important here is that we're going to be starting a new year, 2023, And if you are in my shoes, you cannot wait to say goodbye to 2022. Honestly, I cannot wait to say goodbye to this year fast enough. But what does it mean? A new year, new goals, and new opportunities. Are you guys going to be ready? So if you are like me and you have this incredible life, and you live here in beautiful Muskoka, Canada, then you get it. We are such a seasonal country, and more specifically compartmentalized, which I think is a great way to break down the year, and also set some really hard goals. I'm into the 90 days, or if you're my accountant friends, 
quarters, whatever your connection is, the change of seasons brings us something that sheds new opportunities for growth and then accomplishment. So do you know what you can achieve in 90 days? Like a whole lot. And I thought that this would be such a great topic of conversation obviously on a podcast content, because I have so many people that ask me how I'm able to get so much stuff done. Hit hard, ask goals. And I try to say that with a massive smile, because honestly, half the time, it's a giant gong show. Like it's just people look at the end result of something. And honestly, the work that it takes to get through to being able to crush something out Man, it's like, it's a lot of journey. So for example, like I just learned how to do a hand step and I've been working on pull-ups as an adult. I knew like, I knew how to do one when I was a kid, but I think, I don't know what happens. Like, I I don't know what happens when you're like a kid. Like I would do, I don't know, like I, I didn't actually, wasn't like a gymnast or anything like that, but I would play outside. I would do cartwheels. I would do handstands. You know, I don't know if I was doing pull-ups, but I mean, you're definitely just like a kid and you're playing and whatever. And then all of a sudden you hit your 20s and then that's kind of like fun. And then 30s are kind of murky. And then you end up in your 40s and you're just like, wait a second, didn't I used to be able to do those things? So here I am where it's like, I have to relearn these skills as an adult. And I know that this might be dorky because it's like, oh, it's just a pull-up or it's a handstand. But there were things that I really wanted to do and I really wanted to learn how to do those things. So I started this summer where it was like, you know what, by the end of the year, I want to be able to do like some kipping pull-ups and do some strict pull-ups and then this handstand, like I wanted to be able to do that. I knew as a kid, like it was like, I struggled like for this task, especially for handstands. I've struggled with this for the past two years. Um, And I wanted to share that like most of my goals are not just being like a business badass, but it's also doing what I feel is like cool, epic stuff, which I think being able to do a handstand and I also think being able to do a pull up is like conversational breaker for, you know, a room, especially when you enter. So, you know, for me, those are skill sets that I wanted to gain and learn. And I really, really feel And I know if you guys have listened to the previous podcast, um, I was talking a lot about books. Hopefully you are going to get those onto your bookshelf because there's such great, great books. One of the books, the first book that I mentioned was The Power of Habit. And The Power of Habit talks a lot about how to break habits and they form within 30-day cycles. I'm going to even challenge people even more with that. 90 days, 90 days to do something is such a huge changer. You can change your life in 90 days. I mean, you could change your life in 30 days, but 90 days to secure that, whatever the task or hard goal is, it's completely achievable. I promise you that. I like, I I promise you guys that. For me, doing handstands, like frustrating is not even a good descriptive, descriptive word. It's the sense of like, for me, wanting to smash my head against the wall, like on a daily basis. It looks so easy to others. And like, for those of you guys that are gifted naturally in pull-ups and handstands, man, I salute you. Your gymnast bods are amazing. But for me, it's never-ending torture for my mental health. And I take lots of posts and I post like lots of these dorky videos to show people that they can be inspired by the failures of my growth and obviously just to get some really good belly laughs in too. My first attempt of doing a pull-up and a handstand looked like it was a hospital trip waiting to happen. And like, honestly, like where's the nearest emergency room? Okay, maybe I'm slightly exaggerating, but in my mind, it felt like that. 
So, you know, when you think you're so good at something, like, I don't know, singing in the shower or like playing back, and then you, like, then you hear the playback of your voice and you're like, good Lord, the birds are going to die listening to that high pitched screaking. That's me, except I'm trying to do stuff every day that makes me uncomfortable. And I want to, like challenge that I try to do stuff every single day that makes me very uncomfortable point is right the point is here is that 90 days 90 days is a huge opportunity it's a game changer for anyone that wants to crush a goal and nail it and this 90 day thing is even better when you can hit it prior to the start of a new year that's slowly creeping around the corner Yes, 2023. So why is this so important? Because, guys, you can learn a new skill. You can create a new habit. You can conquer something freaking huge in 90 days. And, like, when you're looking at 2022, wouldn't you want to start 2023, the most, like, powerful, epic version of yourself that you can possibly be? The way to achieve that is to use this last quarter and like honestly supercharge it as much as you can so many people there are so many people that start their goals with new year's like new intention and honestly i'm going to say within about 2 weeks those goals are very very hard to achieve and most of them sort of fall by the wayside the way to really become very powerful especially when it's something that you're looking for like a new year is to go into the new year very, very strong. And the way to do that is to sort of supercharge that last quarter or the last 90 days. And I realize now I'm like recording this, it's not quite September. So we've actually got 120. But here's the thing is that when you're supercharging something like that, and you can come in with so much force and so much power, you are going to be able to do so much epic stuff in 2023. And I think it's so, so important to note that. So not only is it like doing the hard stuff, but also trying to make sure that you utilize the time that you have, especially in the next 90 days to really, really conquer something, something huge, something big. Maybe that's something that you, you know, I don't know, you want to challenge yourself to read some books. You want to challenge yourself to do the handstand. You want to challenge yourself to start a new business. You want to challenge yourself to get some great project, maybe some new investment off the ground. The point of this is, is that when you challenge yourself, especially with the really, really hard stuff, you're going to be able to crush that out specifically in that 90 day time capsule. So I think that the most strongest people, the most like people are very, very task oriented. And especially when it comes to using this 90 days. The 90 days Honestly, it's so good. It's so important because I really, really feel like you want to learn how to do a new handstand. You want to learn how to get better on organizing. You want to be more confident in public speaking. You want to get started on a new design. Want to start a new business. You want to lead a team of experts to a moon mission. I don't care what it is, guys. Whatever your start, you got it. You just need to start. I've honestly, I've probably mentioned this a million times, but for me personally, I journal every single day. I started journaling probably about four or five years ago. Um, and honestly, I should have started it sooner. I, I, it, it, it's been such a huge, and I, more importantly, like I don't talk about stuff on this podcast unless I think it's really, really important. 
I'm telling you right now, if there's one thing that you can do, start journaling every single day. It makes such a huge difference. And when I talk about journaling, I actually like pen to paper. That is, I think, the best way to write. Specifically, like I journal about my goals. I journal about my gratitude. There's lots of different things that I journal about, but definitely pen to paper. I think that it has more power than putting it in a digital form. Um, I use my laptop all the time. I create a lot of content using like digitally writing things. But when you're journaling and especially when you get up first thing in the morning and you set your intention, you set your daily intention that way. Oh man, guys, it's a game changer. So every morning I wake up, I literally jump out of bed at 5am or so. I head to the bathroom. I look at myself. I give myself a big badass high five. Why? Because when you get out of your bed and you jump out of bed in the morning, you're walking over and like, believe me, like most of the time, I mean, if you could videotape this, it probably looks like some, (laughs) some crazy person hopping out of bed. I mean, and I stand there in the mirror, give myself a big high five because you are your biggest fan guys. Like I head downstairs, I make some coffee. And for me, coffee and me are besties. We function better together in life and we can embrace the goals together. And then I journal. And I want to go back to the coffee thing. Like a lot of people don't have coffee in the morning. I don't really get those people. Like I'm such a big coffee nerd. I love a great cup of coffee. So when I get out of bed, I definitely jump out of bed, head to the bathroom, high five myself, head downstairs, make some coffee, get my cup of coffee. And then I come back upstairs and I journal. And I probably spend about 15 minutes or so writing down the following things. So I'm going to break it down to you what I specifically journal about. Now, I don't think that I've had some questions about like what journals do I use? Um, I had mentioned this before that my coach, so I have a personal development coach who is Brendan Burchard. Brendan does offer offer journals. Um, I don't specifically use his journals. It was just something that I had started journaling prior to being coached by Brendan. So I use a different type of journal. Um, I use the journals just because I think they're it's for no other reason other than I think that they're just really freaking pretty. Um, they're Rachel Hollis uh, journals. So they're just journals that Rachel Hollis, who's also a personal development coach, um, that I have gone to many of her conferences. I've seen her publicly speak. Um, I really, really love her. I personally just, I, why do I like the journals? Because they're pretty. That's, there's no other reason. So I have so many journals now. And when I look at them, I feel um, accomplished. I feel successful when I'm looking at all of these like pretty little spines. They're all really bright and colorful. Um, and her journals, the premise of her journals are uh, gratuity, goal setting, and um, I've added some other things in there as well. But for her, those are the two main things that they have. Her journals, I want to say that they retail. They're not cheap. They, they retail. And because you're buying them from the U.S. too, I, there's a little bit of like shipping and duty and stuff like that that comes in on them. Um, I want to say that they're about 25 bucks U.S. Can you go to the dollar store and find a really pretty journal? 100%. Can you do this? I don't even know what episode it is, but if you go and listen to Rachel Hollis and her podcast, she actually breaks down how she journals. So you don't need to buy those specific journals. You can literally use a piece of paper. I just buy her journals. That's what I'm connected to. But there are lots and lots like Mel Robbins has got journals. Everybody's got journals. I mean, I think Oprah Winfrey's got journals. Everybody has journals, but my 
my point of this conversation is that I think that having a journal, no matter where you start, I use Rachel Hollis's, but you could use something from that is very inexpensive, just a, you know, a notepad. You can use Brendan's, you could use whoever that you want. But how I do my journaling, it specifically talks about gratuity for um, what your daily gratitude is, and then goal setting. So that's what my journal consists of. So how do I start out with journaling? After I jump out of bed, I've got my cup of coffee, I've made my way back upstairs. Um, And again, if you're looking to figure out how you get up early in the morning, read the 5am club. It is like, it's such a game changer. And I know that a lot of people struggle with getting up in the morning and especially getting up early. I do too. Every single day, I'm like, my alarm goes off and I'm just like, that split second where it's like, are you kidding me? Then I jump out of bed. You have to change your mindset that way. So 5am club is such a great book to that. Okay, so three descriptive words that I want to be. That's how I start off with my journal. So these are words that I used to describe myself, and they've changed over the years. Well, they've like Rachel Hollis's journal cycles every ninety days. So for me, I don't. Sometimes I change the three words every ninety days. They typically stay within the ninety days. But the three words. This is something that I learned from a coach a while ago. So the three words are how you want other people to see you. So for me, the words have changed over time. They sort of evolve depending on what the situation is that I'm going through at that particular time. So like some words that I have used in the past would be joyful, intentional, creative. And I would write down those three words every single day and they would be in my my journal. How, why is that important? Because it's a reflection of who I want to be when other people see me. How you use those three words um, for me would be when every time you walk through a door, it would trigger those three words for you. So every time you walk into a room and you show yourself in presence, it's like, what three words do you want other people to see you as? So those three words will cycle differently for me, but I have used joyful, intentional, creative, and I mean, you can use any words. This is such a good exercise. I've also um, done this with staff. So three words that they want to represent for themselves and three words that they use to describe their peers, I think is such a good exercise too. So if you're trying to use it for um, staff and also team training and leadership, I think it's it's such a good exercise to do. So three words, descriptive, write them down. And then the door is my trigger every time I walk through something that I want to represent what those three words are. Next up is I write down a quote that inspires me. Now, I did start journaling where I was like, you know what, I'm really getting into this and I would do different quotes every single day. And that worked for me at that time. Right now, I'm laser focused on a new project that I'm working on. So for me, that quote is not changing, like it's not changing because I have such a big project that's ahead of me. So I am writing down what that quotation looks for me and it's on a daily. However, in the past prior, I have used different quotes from different people, different inspirational things, different leadership, different, you know, mantras, all of that stuff. I have used that before. But for right now, for me, I am working on um, a new website. It's a new development. And so for me, um, my quotation is conquer the world. um, And that's my mantra that I say like every single day. So I've got three words. Those are used to describe me. And then I've got my quote that I'm doing every single day. Um, But previous to that, if I I would find things that, you know, are just different quotes from different people, um, we do sell these little gathered thoughts. They're really cute. You can find lots of different quotes on the internet, but 
the little gathered thoughts are really cute because they're there are lots of different quotations from different people and they're really inspiring for things. So next up after that, I write down the five things that I'm grateful for. And these are so important. You got to dig deep and you got to figure out what has happened to you in your life in the past 24 hours that you can smile and you can acknowledge some gratuity for. And I don't mean to be like, oh, I love my life. Oh, you know, I just love my house. No, I want you to dig deeper, like dig deeper into what truly made you feel gratuity for the past 24 hours. And it makes you, it stops and it makes you think for all of the little things to be thankful for. And that's the whole point of the exercise, right? So there are times, there are moments where I sit there in the morning where I've got my cup of coffee and I've got my three words and I've wrote down my quote and then I'm sitting there and really, truly deeply thinking about what those, you know, things of gratuity look for me and what I want to honor myself for, you know, being able to have that in my day. So if for every day, it changes all the time. Like there are moments that are captured that you have, I think that you walk through in life. And sometimes we are so busy with the things that are going on that you don't see what life has in all of its beauty. So for me, I use this exercise of, you know, jotting down gratuity on a daily basis to sort of just take a moment to reflect. I mean, it's 15 minutes out of my day to reflect, you know, really what am I truly grateful for and what happened to me in the past 24 hours. And they could be little things. They could be big things. Like, I don't know, maybe I found the best tasting apple. Maybe I, you know, did something that was really, you know, epic. Maybe there were words that I was able to share with somebody at the gym. Like yesterday, I had a situation where one of my friends at the gym had said, oh, I'm not able to do anything. And I just stopped her. And I was like, no, if you tell yourself that, you are not going to be able to do that because you're literally subconsciously telling yourself not to do that. And it was just like having that intentional moment with her was like, oh, I was like, I'm so glad that you're in my life. Like, I'm so glad to have you and have your friendship and be able to, you know, she's been helping me with so much with stuff. And I was like, to hear her say that and kind of beat herself up with something, it's like, oh, she's such a badass. She doesn't know that maybe in that particular moment that she'd shared, but it was just like, I don't know. I was just grateful to have her in my life. And you know, there's lots of other things. So dig deep on the gratuity. It can't be just some fluffy thing that it's like, you know, I love the color red because it makes me happy. No, you got to dig deep. You got to really, really, truly feel, you know, what that looks like, Um, you know, and slow down, slow down on life because it, man, it's so short, right? Like if you have that connection with somebody or you have something that, I don't know, like people, you know, I've had little kids come up to me and say some really special things to me and, um, you know, I don't know. It's just like, there's just, there's life is so big. And I think if you're open and this can get into a whole other conversation, but like, I think you're like your energy and what you're able to receive in. And when you're open like that, it's, um, it just, it, it, it makes them for some really, really epic things. So five things that you're grateful for. Next up, what I write down are the 10 goals that I'm working on. I write them down as if they, if, is, if they've already happened to me. And I'm living in that presence. So for me, sometimes these are goals that are repeated over the years because they're so freaking big that I just need time to accomplish them. It's not able to be done in a 90-day cycle. And that is okay. Like that, this is not, the point of this, you know, writing down goals is not to be like, you know, 
sure, maybe there are some goals that you are able to achieve in 90 days, but there, like I have, one of my goals is to write a book. I'm not able to achieve that in 90 days. That's just not, you know, it doesn't matter what they are. They're written down. And when that happens, right? So when you're writing down your goals, especially pen to paper, accountability and ownership takes place. So some of my goals, like I said, are writing a book, they're nailing a 360 on my surfboard and so on and so on. And some of them, you know, are really, really big. Some of them are able to be achieved in 90 days. Some of them stay on that and they have been on there since I started journaling because I haven't been able to, you know, do that just as of yet because I'm still working on them actively. So it's really important to know, and I write them down as if they've, they've, they've already happened. So, you know, and living in that presence. And I think that that's such an important lesson to sort of take away especially when, you know, you're trying to hit and, you know, knock off these big things. You know, 90 days is such a crucial time to be able to like cycle out, you know, something and, and, and hit a goal. But sometimes these goals, you know, could take, you know, 10 years, especially if they're really, really big goals for me. Like as if they're big financial goals, you know, they, those definitely are going to take time. They're going to take a little bit more of a cycle than the 90 days. But point being is that anything is achievable as long as you write it down. So goals and writing it down, gratitude is such a game changer, guys. Like it, it, it honestly is. If there's one thing that you can do um, in your life is to journal every single day. And it's so cool. You go back and you look. I, I mean, I, I've been doing this for a long time. I've got all these like pretty little journals now. And when you go back and you start reading the things that you were journaling about, you're just like, man, I feel so proud of myself, like where I've been able to come and what I've been able to do and achieve. Um, so that's a really cool thing too. So I'm just saying journaling is where it is. It's where it's at in life. Have some gratitude, figure out your goals, three words that trigger you. And you know what, throw in some inspirational quote, um, or a mantra that you're trying to achieve every single day. Such a game changer. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, actually, and I've talked to this person a lot over the past while and the excuses and barriers that they create from themselves, it blows my mind. And honestly, like sadly, they're stuck in a spot or what I would rather like to call like a life hole that they just can't seem to get themselves out of. And listen, guys, I get it. It's easier to let the excuse train roll in and take a ride to Nowhereville But you have to stop limiting yourself based on the conversations and more importantly, the ones that you have with yourself. In life, your life, nobody is coming to write it. Absolutely no one, guys. And I mean that. Sure, you're going to have great friends. You're going to have great partners and people. But you are the narrator of your life story. And you are the person that are controlling the outcomes. The blame game needs to stop. It needs to, you need to stop blaming the world for your limitations and take responsibility for your actions, the bad, the good, and all the in-betweens. When you take ownership, trust me, you will create so many more opportunities for yourself. And here's the cheat code. The hardest stuff you do in life and challenge yourself with is where you do the most amount of growing. And I'm going to repeat that again. The hardest stuff you do in life is the area where you do the most amount of growing. So go out and go do the hard shit. Because on the other side of that is a prouder, more courageous version that is ready to conquer the world. Do the hard, period, full stop, period. Do the hard. When 
life throws you something that's hard like that it's just sort of like if you can break down I don't know if you guys ever played like the game of life when you were kids I played it all the time my brother and I would play it all the time and it's such great memories from that game and honestly I feel like your life is kind of like that right like there's obstacles that get thrown in your way and sometimes those obstacles are joyful sometimes those obstacles are you know, moments of, you know, sadness. Sometimes there are moments of bravery. Sometimes there are moments of hardship. And so many people avoid the hardship of their life. But that's, it's like the most important things in life come from the hardship, like the growing, that's where you're doing the most amount of growing, especially in the hard times. Honestly, I don't feel that like everyone can commit to it. And not everyone wants to sacrifice like nights in, early bedtimes, or early morning rises to conquer the hard tasks. I was talking about this the other day with with my coach. And the other week, he showed me a picture from last year. And his comment to me was, and I've shared some pictures with them too, um, just partly because I'm like super proud of where, what I've been able to overcome and, you know, kind of work towards, um, over the past year. So anyways, he had showed me a picture and his comment was to me that he didn't recognize the person and he had to double take it. And it's true for sure. And I also didn't see me in that picture either, like the current version of me, but here's the thing. And this is what I had said to him. I was like, the thing is to get from that point. So that point, and let's just assume that that's the starting line of the picture that he, he had to where I am today. Oh my Lord, like what a journey. And I'm mentioning this to you, not only because like, it was hard to do that, a freaking hard journey like to get there. And sometimes it's like there were ruthless days, the days you want to quit, the days you want to cry, honestly, like the days you wanted to smash your head against the wall and the days that you just wanted to stay in bed. And then the days that you just want to go dark, like the hardship that comes from that. And I think often we look at, you know, starting line to finish line, but not the in-between. And the in-between is the hardest part. The hardest part is, you know, not just starting. I don't believe it's starting because I think it's easy to sit there in 2023 and make these new years, new goals, new intentions. And sure. And that's after a couple of drinks at New Year's and there's this great plan. And within two weeks, it's all sort of falling apart. You know what the hardest time is? The hardest thing is sitting back and circling back to December then of 2023 and it's December the 31st and still staying on track and still staying on plan and sometimes you'll fall off and sometimes you know it might be hard to recatch it back on but that's the hardest point the hardest is the journey to get there often people look at like procrastinating the goals and they push it off to next week next month like a next random Tuesday when the moon aligns with their star sign. I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating, but like, really, like your life doesn't have a race day meetup, guys. Like it doesn't have a rally like calendar. Like you don't have this opportunity where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to hit a goal and it's going to be on the fourth day of the second Tuesday in the month of January because it's the, it doesn't work like that. Your days, guys, they're not as many as what you think. And life is too precious to not honor the legend that you were born to create. So start today. Start now and start with something little. 
Just start and conquer the hard with courage and strength. We are about to roll into September, which gives us 120 days left of this year. And I'm going to challenge you guys to do a 90-day strong day prior to the start of 2023. Your time wisely should be spent on creating the most determined, courageous, and badass version of yourself to be ready and confident to take on 2023 with power that's unlike any other. The world needs to have that version of you no matter what it is ready to show up for 2023. So use the next 120 days really wisely. And maybe that's something, you know, I have big goals and maybe they seem like, I think sometimes with, you know, some people they look like they're like, oh, that's such a crazy goal. I don't know if I'd ever be able to achieve it. It doesn't matter. Don't judge other people with what their goals are. It's whatever you are speaking to. Maybe your goal is just to eat more greens, you know, and that's cool. You do you, you know, drink more water. We all need to drink more water and eat more greens because it's going to make you feel like a better person. So even though we don't want to, the broccoli's where it's at. I'm, and, you know, I'm going to put kale in there too. Nobody likes kale, but like you, you definitely need to eat more of that in your life. I honestly feel, guys, that it's so, so important to get this stuff out, like goal setting, gratitude, challenging yourself to do 90-day cycles, and especially when it comes to using it for the last quarter of the year, it's so powerful. It has transformed my life, and every year, I try to push myself harder and harder. I have some big goals that I want to try to achieve, you know, before the end of the year, and we've got so much time to do that. Number one, let's get comfortable with journaling and writing down your goals and your gratitudes. I strongly suggest doing this in a written form versus digitally. I think when you put pen to paper, for me personally, it changes the ownership game and it makes your soul speak to you. So make sure that you're doing a pen to paper. And again, I use the Rachel Hollis journals, but there's so many of them out there that you can use. You can literally go to the dollar store and go get yourself just a pretty little you know, you could get paper if you want, but you know, anything works, get in there, get a journal and get started. Number one. Number two is the next 90 days starting in September, you need to challenge yourself to be the baddest version that your life legend that you can think of. What are your major goals that you want to accomplish? Pick one and focus on it. No excuses, no blame game, just working through the hard and dealing with the goal. Get laser focused. Number three, do the hard, period. Face it, head on, don't run, don't be intimidated, don't like just go out like and run away from it. Face it head on and make it happen. Remember, no matter how hard things get and tough on the journey, it's the goal that's the objective. Obsession beats talent every single time get that, get obsessed about that with your goal. Like obsession beats talent every single time. That's such a crazy statement. And it's so true. Show up, keep going, keep doing it, keep doing it. It doesn't matter. Do you know how many times I had to kick my hands in some awkward position to try to make this handstand? It it was 
literally hundreds of them, literally hundreds, because I was so scared that I was going to fall over. (laughs) And then I realized, I don't know, in my mind, somehow I was like, well, the wall's there to protect me. And if I fall over, I'm probably just going to look like a big jackass. I'm probably going to make a lot of people laugh in the gym, but you know, whatever, I'm here for it. Anyways, point being is that you need to make sure that you get really, really obsessed about your goal. Get obsessed about it because you're the only person that's going to show up and actually be freaking obsessed about it. Go ghost, go hard, and make your life legend freaking proud. Guys, do the hard and great things will happen. I promise you that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Creative Influencer Show. I hope you have gained some inspiration today and you have left with your heart and your mind a little bit more full. I love using this platform to chat, inspire, and discuss everything that lights my freaking heart on fire. We are small business guys, so every like, DM, subscribe makes a difference and it keeps us going. And we read every single one of them. Seriously. Make sure to subscribe to our channel, follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, or better yet, join the mail list and receive 15% off your first online order. Or subscribe to our RB Love Your Home boxes, which are now offered seasonally to keep your home looking fresh and on style. If you love what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with two of your friends. Spread the word of this new and exciting platform and remember to love your home. Until next time, RB Tribe, be kind to one another and remember to be inspired and love your home.